Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In episode number one of Just Another Fanboy, I talk about a comic book that I labeled probably the single greatest story in the last decade. Now, I'm one who often flirts with hyperbole, but I didn't feel like this was hyperbole at all. I really felt that this book was the single best, the single greatest book in the last decade, if not one of the top five of all time. And that book was Murder Falcon by Daniel Warren Johnson. And it got me looking back at all the other stuff he's done or the few other things that he's done. And one of them was a book for Image Comics called Extremity. And I'm going to talk about volume one today. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm Steven. I'm the fanboy who is just another, you know, because there's a lot of fanboys out there. Fanboys and fangirls. They're, we're all over the place, man. We're in your schools. We're in line with you at the McDonald's. We're at the post office selling you stamps. We're mowing your lawns. We're watching your children. We are everywhere. And I'm just another one of them. So recently I read Extremity Volume 1 by Daniel Warren Johnson with colors by Mike Spicer. And I'm very amazed that I can remember those names because if you've been paying attention the last couple episodes, I don't, I'm not doing notes. I'm not writing anything down. These are all off the top of my head, except for, of course, the monthly Megasode. I really don't know if I'm going to stick with that name. That's just... I don't know, is it is it warming up to you yet? The monthly megasode? So the first episode would have been a monthly megasode? Maybe if I stop saying it that way? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. For now, that's what we're going to go with. If you have something better, if you have a better name for the monthly episodes, then uh, shoot me an email, feedback at stephenrls.com. Anyway... The reason why I'm so surprised, yes, I go on tangents. This is also something you should know about me. The reason why I have surprised myself is because I don't remember stuff. So the fact that I didn't write down Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer and yet remembered their names as I'm talking about the book now, even though I finished it last week, says something about how much I love these two guys. Now, Extremity Volume 1, I will say I didn't enjoy it as much as Murder Falcon. I don't know that I'm ever going to like anything ever again as much as I liked Murder Falcon. I hope so. 
there's a small part in my heart, a little piece there in the in the bottom of my heart that that still has wonderment and hope and expectation and uh, optimism and is wide eyed and innocent and still looks at a bird in the sky and says, "Ooh, look, a bird." That little part of me hopes that there that that there will be better stories. Otherwise, what's the point of reading, right? If you've read a book or watched a movie or whatever, and you've thought to yourself, well, it's, it's just not going to get ever. It's never going to get any better than, than this album or this TV show or this movie or this book. If you've thought that, why do you keep reading? Why do you keep watching? You, you shouldn't think that it's you, you may come across something that is super amazing, but you just have to keep going with the expectation that there, there's going to be something better out there, not to belittle what you've just enjoyed. That is the best thing that you have consumed up to that point. But then to think that there's never going to be anything better after that, it, I, I assume that you will then from that point on lead a very sad life. Anyway, back to extremity. It's set in a world that is not our own. I don't know if it used to be our world. It doesn't seem like it because there are a lot of floating things, but they do make reference at one point to the old folks, the, you know, previous civilizations that, that, uh, that were at war together and they made, um, I don't know if they, they, I don't think they used the word nuclear bombs, but based on, on uh, artwork and whatnot, it looks like that's what that that's what what had happened. That at some point in this world's past, the uh, the nations drop nuclear bombs on on each other. And now this is while it's not post apocalyptic, the world has moved on. Um, it's not quite it's not quite uh, as technologically advanced as we are now, and yet in some cases they are more technologically advanced. Because they have these airships that they fly around in, um, but otherwise they use uh, just regular guns and swords and, and and whatnot. And one of the bad guys is a the this queen. So okay, well, you've got two different factions here. You've got the Paznini, Paznina. See now that's this is the stuff I'm not going to remember. I think they were called the Paznina um, or the Paznini, something like that. They're basically the ruling class. They're the rich people that that. Uh, that run everything. They're the more powerful. And then you have the Rodos. And I don't, I don't know if that's short for something, but they're kind of scavengers and more, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. They're not as, as, uh, they're, they're not as rich. They're, they're poor. So at one point, as this book's opening up, the, uh, the Pazninas, the Pazni, I'm, you know what? I'm not gonna, I, I don't know the name. So, I'll tell you what, I've, I don't do this all that often, but I'm going to press pause and I'm going to go look. All right, I'm back. It was uh, Paznina. So the Pazninas attacked this tribe of Rodos and um, it's the, basically we're following um, this girl who was the, who, who's an artist. The volume one is called Artist. And she is the best drawer in her entire tribe. And the Pazninas come, they attack. The queen has this animal skull on her hand. And she's got this thing that she grips that makes the skull, the jaws open and close. And it's like a wolf or something. 
and uh, they kill her mother, and then they the the queen using this animal skull cuts off her hand, the hand that she used to draws, and so the rest of the book is all about her father, who is the ruler of this tribe, and uh, his name is I want to say his name is Jerome. But the, the, he's the ruler and the ruler's name, it's not a king or a chief. It's called an Abba. And there's one point where the entire tribe are chanting Abba, Abba, Abba. And I was expecting Dancing Queen to start up at any moment. And thank God it did not. But he is on this blood quest. This, the, he's, he wants to avenge his wife and what happened to his daughter. Uh, her name is Thea, and she's got a brother named Rolo. And he, the brother is not, he's going to be the next Abba, but he's not very warlike. He's very scholarly, and he collects books, and he wants to learn more about the people that came before them. Uh, but in the meantime, their father is just viciously launching these attacks and killing all the Pasnina that he can. And ev- eventually... um at one point, he asks his son to, uh, to, to, to kill somebody, and the son won't. And then they, they find a robot, more of an android, more of a, uh, an, an AI, who was created by the, by the people that came before as a, as a war machine to fight their wars. And um, Rolo's able to turn it on, and it's a, it's a Shiloh model, so they call it Shiloh, and it protects Rolo. And so... At this point, the father's like, okay, my son is a coward. He won't kill people. But now he's got this freaking robot that'll kill thousands of people for us. So he's okay in my book. But they come across this doomsday machine that needs a battery. And the father says, well, we got to take it out of Shiloh. And Rolo doesn't want to do that. He wants to keep Shiloh around. And uh, But Shiloh says, here, you can have my battery. And then... The father calls the boy a traitor, and uh, he's very—he's so obsessed with avenging his wife that he ends up shutting out both his 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 son and daughter in his quest. And it's volume one ends with both Thea and Rolo leaving the tribe because the father has basically said, "You're no son and daughter of mine because you don't you won't do exactly what I tell you to try to get vengeance for your mother." And that's kind of how it ends. Now. Again, it was not as good as Murder Falcon, but still, it's really good. Um, this Daniel Warren Johnson guy is somebody, if you're not already watching him, you need to keep watching him because I know, I'm sure he'll do something now that Murder Falcon is over, and I'm sure it'll be just as amazing. So he's definitely now one of these creators that are, that, that is in my, 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 my filing cabinet in my head of people that I'm going to be keeping an eye out on and watching and following and definitely checking out whatever they do. He writes and he, he's the artist. He's the writer and the artist. His art is amazing. It's just amazing. He is, he's just, I I don't know how to put it. It's um, I think in the description for this book, they use the, they use a uh, studio Ghibli as a, as a, as a reference that that it's that kind of feel, that kind of look. And it, and it is, it is, it does have an animated type of style, but yet not it's, I'm really not good at really describing art. All I can tell you is that it's beautiful and, um, it's, it's stylized and yet 
not overly stylized, you know? It's not cartoony, but it, there's an animated flow to it. The guy knows how to tell a freaking story. And then you combine it with Mike Spicer's colors, and you've just got a beautiful, gorgeous book. Now, as I was reading through Extremity Volume 1 Artist from Image Comics, I think it was actually, I think it's part of the Skybound line, which is the Robert Kirkman books. Um, I'm also, I'm always trying to find out, okay, so the book's called Extremity. Why are they, why do they call it Extremity? And the only thing I can figure out is because they cut off Thea's hand. And at one point, uh, uh, to, to take revenge, they cut off somebody else's hands. And there's a lot of cutting off of people's extremities. So that's the only reason I can think of why they call it Extremity. Now, as soon as I finished volume one, I wanted to read volume two, but I'm reading it through my Hoopla app through, uh, you know, where you can get books if you have a library card. I only get four per month and I had already checked out two, which was Extremity and then Manifest Destiny volume two. I'll be talking about Manifest Destiny volume one in a, in a later episode. Um, and then I wanted to grab a couple of DC books. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to use my, one of my four checkouts for volume two. So I'll have to wait until October to read volume two. But if you're not reading anything by Daniel Warren Johnson, he also did a book before he did a, a web comic called space mullet, which I did. I have checked out a bit. I went online, I looked it up and I started reading it a bit. It's obviously from, from, uh, you know, very early in his career, he hasn't quite reached that peak artistic level yet. Um, I don't think he's peaked frankly, but he's, his artwork, while it's fine, while it looks good, it's not as good as it is now. It's not as good as it is on Extremity and um, Murder Falcon. But Space Mullet's out there if you want to check it out. It's a guy in space and he's got a mullet. Um, I didn't read that far into it, but it seemed like it should be kind of fun. Maybe I'll go back to it. I don't know. But that's it. That's my book for the day. Daniel Warren Johnson, Extremity, Volume 1, The Artist. Are you enjoying these these shorter episodes more often during the week? I hope so, because I'm going to keep doing them. Send me your feedback at feedback at stephenrls.com. Again, I don't have an official Just Another Fanboy email set up. I don't know if I will. I should be able to. I should be able to do it fairly easily, but I just haven't done that yet at this point. At that at this point, so I'm just using feedback at stephenrls.com for the moment. You can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash or And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get my other podcast, which is called My Other Podcast. And it's, it's, a, it's a fun little podcast. You get it at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. And it's only available for those on my Patreon. So until next week, I'm Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. And we are Legion. Be nice to each other.
Daddy. Good job. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.